Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies. And it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Uvita is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. And I'm here to let you know that you are sacred and you are beautiful, that you are loved. And I honor you, value you, see you and lift you and shift you to recognize the leader that you are. The shining, shining star. So if anyone hasn't told you, how beautiful and wonderful, amazing, beautiful, wonderful, amazing, beautiful, wonderful, amazing you are. Let me be the first. You are so beautiful, wonderful, and amazing. And I love you. 
I love you so much that it brings me great joy to come here and do these shares with you because, you know, we are such a beautiful time in our evolution. And some people may say, what do you mean by that, Shaman Durek? What do you mean a beautiful time? All I see is like news reports and craziness happening and shootings and this and that and like people having war and conflicts and presidents and dictators and all of this stuff. Well, what do you think happens when the light gets really bright? The darkness has to come out and has to make itself seen to bring fear into the people. Hello? so that they can go back and play small again and think that they have no power and they can continue on this journey of feeling like what difference does it make and is it really going to change and what can I do? Well, I can tell you the first thing you can do is stop believing in that nonsense. That's the first thing you can do. The second thing you can do is give yourself a big, big hug right now. Take your arms and wrap it around yourself and give yourself a big hug and say, thank you. And I am so proud of you that you've come so far in everything that you've gone through, every pain, every suffering, everything you've gone through that has been so difficult and so challenging and so painful. And you're still here. And you're still here. Okay. Again, and you're still here. Give yourself that hug. You're still here, which means what? That means you're resilient. That means that you're adaptable. That means that you're able to survive any change because you have the ability to adapt. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like these things aren't happening. They are, but I'm not going to draw my attention to them in a way of drawing my attention to that which I'm doing attention of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Do you know why you're doing anything? Like I'm sure if you're a parent and you, you know why you're taking care of your kids because you're a parent, but do you know why? If you really did know why, would you acknowledge the why that you're, you are raising a new leader, uh, a leader that is going to bring peace to planet Earth or raising a new scientist that is going to find ways to cure disease in ways that never has ever been thought or raising a new child that is playing video games because they're upgrading their ability to process information because they're going to process information in a higher way. Now, I'm not saying keep your kids on video games all single day because you're here to support them got to have a balance. You got to have some nature, right? Kids got to return to nature. It's got to be a balance, right? But the balance is in understanding that you're doing something from a higher purpose, right? If you make food, if you're serving someone, if you're driving someone somewhere, you're doing it from the idea that you're doing it from this higher purpose, this higher purpose that it doesn't need to have all of the knowledge of what is coming in, meaning like what you're doing it for. You, you just know that whatever you do, you do it from a higher place of love because you really are here to serve what service is, right? Like if I'm an Uber driver and I'm picking someone up, I'm focusing in my mind that I'm driving this person for the higher purpose from beautiful things to happen in their life and beautiful things to happen into the lives of people because of them. So whatever it may be, it could be their kids and their kids then all of a sudden get happy because their father got there in time. And so therefore they go to school and they shared that with their friends and that went out to other families because when those kids went home, they shared with their family and their family was happy that their kids were happy at school and so forth. Or like 
If you're really nice to the person at the grocery store, that woman had goes home. Her son is taking a test. You know, if she wasn't, if you said something mean to her, perhaps she goes home and her son's taking a test and the son asks for help and the mom's tired and exhausted because she had a very challenging day that wasn't filled with love because people were not being nice to her. And then the son ends up not passing the test and then feels like his mom neglects him. But however... I say you were nice to her. She goes home. The son says, mom, can you help me with my homework? Mom says, of course, honey. And sits there and he passes his grades. And then you can see how, how the energy flows, right? So what do we want to do is we want to be the creators of this amazing river of consciousness that flows and flows and flows in the most beautiful and harmonious way. And the way we do that is by acknowledging what we're doing and why we're doing it. Like, why am I eating this food right now? Like, why am I having that avocado? Like, why am I drinking that drink? Why am I going to the bar? Why am I buying a beer? What is it I'm doing it for? Why am I saying this to this person? And why am I helping this person? Why am I engaging in this, 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 this job? Why am I in this relationship and what am I creating from it, right? So it's the why and the what. Why am I doing it and what am I getting from doing it? What am I experiencing? Am I experiencing more love in the world by what I'm doing? Am I creating more joy? Am I creating more happiness? Am I creating more wisdom? Am I in creating more light? You know, because everything that we we do should always have an ending of something that's lifting and shifting us on a global level, be it, you know, your family or your kids, whatever, because even you may say, what, how am I getting to this global level? Well, the, the, the simple thing is this, is that you're getting to that global level because every person you touch in the most beautiful and loving way right? It's touching another person in a beautiful and loving way. And before you know it, you may not even know that you've actually affected the lives of a hundred thousands and thousands of people just by your one gesture of kindness and love that you chose to give someone or share with someone or a conversation. So something if you're going to tell a story, tell about something that's really amazing and powerful and uplifting versus something that's not uplifting. And if you are going to tell a story that has like a dun-dun-dun, then tell a story that has the dun-dun-dun in it where it leads to a learning experience or leads to something that's actually enlightening, not something that's frightening. So I say, down with the horror movies. I mean, look, if you feel like you need to get stimulated by a horror film of watching some gruesome, horrible thing of people getting chopped up, diced up, and handcuffed and all kinds of things to bars and having their legs sawed off and whatever that is that you feel that you need to get a reaction out of, chances are your entire nervous system is probably completely inflamed and flared out because it is overloaded and you're feeling nothing and that's why you feel like you need to get that quick fix of that adrenaline pumping through your system. But if you don't realize or know that high levels of adrenaline in your body isn't always the best thing because the thing is, is that when you have high levels of adrenaline in your system, you are literally creating a whole environment that is affecting you know, your system. So for instance, when you have a high level of adrenaline, right, you begin to open up stress hormones that get secreted from your adrenal glands and then onto your kidneys. Kidneys. And that can cause all kinds of physical and strenuous issues in your body that your body has to deal with because you feel like you aren't getting enough of a rush or a push, right? And so 
we want to be mindful of like what happens when we do these things. Because like if you want to watch scary movies, by all means, go ahead. If that's what you feel you want to do. The question is, why are you doing it? And what is it doing for you? Meaning, what is it doing for you means what is it doing for the planet? What is it doing for you? Because you're going to affect the planet with the energy that comes out of you. And that can be a little off-putting if you're doing it because you want to fill up your brain and your mind with all kinds of images of scary things that you're going to be projecting out energetically into the world eventually or probably in two days or one day, or it might come out through your moods or your behaviors. You might start like not trusting people because you've seen so many movies where people are backstabbing and killing each other and so forth in horse and gruesome ways. And so all of a sudden you start not trusting people because maybe you're afraid that one day someone's going to chop your head off. Who knows? The question is, it's not a good look, right? It's not a good outfit to wear. So like, don't wear it, right? And so the thing is, is that we want to come into a place of recognizing that your body is a living, beautiful being, and it is a powerful resource for you to operate on this planet so that you can carry out all of these amazing whys and whats in the most highest order so that you're able to create a world that is really wonderful to live in, right? And the thing is, is that if we're operating from a place where we're constantly engaging ourselves, which means that we're constantly engaging ourselves in things that are scary and frightful and just really like just not comfortable, right? We're constantly opening up these danger responses in our amygdala, amygdala, right? And our amygdala sends a signal to the other regions of your brain called your hypothalamus. And your hypothalamus is the command center of the brain. It communicates with the rest of the body through sympathetic nervous system. Now, when that happens, you have to understand something that your body is literally digesting this as a food and reacting to it and creating certain experiences that affect the rest of your body, right? And when that happens, adrenaline is released. And basically what happens is your system is now being stimulated by this adrenaline, stimulates your cells of your heart to beat faster, binds to your receptor and your muscle cells and your lungs, causing you to breathe faster. I mean, all of this is happening just by these responses alone. Not to mention the fact that it also is binding to your receptors on your liver cells to break down larger sugar molecules called glycogen into smaller, more readily usable sugar called glucose and then gives your muscles a boost of energy. That means your body is boosting energy because you're afraid. I mean, that can't be good to constantly rev up your system like that. I mean, what happens when you drive a car and you're just constantly punching it, punching it, punching it, punching it, punching it? I can guarantee you your car is going to break down eventually. Your system's just not going to operate in the same exact way, right? And that's not even including the contraction of muscle cells below the surface of your skin that stimulate your perspiration. So now your body's perspiring, you know, and it's just like crazy amount of energy. And the body changes and goes through so many occurrences just from an adrenaline adrenaline rush because your need to get a little scared. You know, in Halloween time, people love to get scared. It's not my thing. I don't find it fun to pump my body like that. And if I'm going to pump my body, it's going to be in the gym, not because someone's taking a knife and swinging it over my head and chasing me down hallways and making me fall on the floor because I'm completely freaked out because they popped out of the door somewhere and it caught me off guard. 
not fun. And as, even though I may laugh and find it silly and funny that I fall on the floor, my body's not seeing it in the exact same way. And if I keep doing it over and over and over and over, well, you know, what about the time that I really do need to dodge a car or I really do need to escape some situation that I need that adrenaline to really give that to me? And because I've really burned out my reservoir of adrenaline, which affects my kidney health, that's not a good thing. And that's not going to help me, right? So the thing is, when you're watching a horror movie or you're skydiving or you're cliff jumping or you're bungee jumping or you're cave diving with the sharks or zip lining or whitewater rafting, you are releasing adrenaline. So just be mindful that when you are releasing the adrenaline, why are you doing it and what is it for? And if it's something that is going to lift you and shift you to higher heights and the planet as a whole, as a global community, then great. By all means, pump that adrenaline if that's what it needs. But remember, you are boosting your system and you are creating rapid heart rate. You're sweating, you're heightening your senses, you're creating um, rapid breathing, and you're decreasing the ability for you to feel pain. You're dilating your pupils and you're getting jittery and nervous, which makes your system go on an all-time high. And if you keep doing it over and over and over and over and over, you're going to build high sensitivities to uh, what we call anxiety. Now, let's talk about that for a second because a lot of people I've come across have high levels of anxiety and they don't even realize the reason why they have high levels of anxiety is because they've been exposing themselves to a lot of nonsense that has been making their body react in such ways that their body feels all the time that it has to feel anxiety to deal with the stress that it's going through because it feels like something can happen out of nowhere. And I'm sure it's probably that scary movie you watch, but I can't be for sure. But what I can say is this, is that it is affecting you and it's not a beautiful thing to do when you say you love yourself because look, you know, it does not support you. And when your body goes into these anxiety attacks, right? Like the anxiety attack in itself is just not good because it's so hard on your body, you know, and really creates a lot of problems in your system. And then what happens is your body feels like its power is being taken in some way because it wants to get it back. And so you could lead to nausea, chest pain, a sense of choking, shortness of breath, trembling. You might start screaming or you literally feel like you're dying. And all of that is a symptom of the buildup that your system has been feeling from the onslaught of the nonsense that you've been exposing it to, aggressive energy fields that you've been exposing it to, like scary movies or doing things to get a stimulation out of it, such as like arguing with your partner. Like why? And for what? What is the why in that? And what are you creating from that really? Are you creating joy? Are you creating love? Are you creating new ways for us to be innovative and, and create beautiful things on earth? Are you creating new conversations? Are you sharing love and amplifying it to the world so that other people can see that love is possible? Or are you creating darkness? Yeah. And the thing is, if you are creating darkness and you are arguing with people, are you willing to create darkness in the world just for the sake to be right? Uh-huh. And look at that for a second, because the idea of being right means what? Oh, yeah, right. Remember that one. 
you're insecure. And so the idea of being insecure then just makes you more insecure and then you become more insecure and you become more insecure. So you want to be more right, more right, more right, more right, more right, more right. If you say it, I get tongue tied, right? It's like a little tongue twister there. More right, more right, more right, more right, more right. And then you get what? Well, you get very, very jaded. And when I say jaded, I'm not talking about the beautiful jade that's like really good for your energy and your field and you can get the jade roller for your face. I'm talking like jaded in the sense of like you begin to shut yourself off from the world. You think everyone's against you. You don't trust anyone and you begin to operate in a field of darkness where you literally are darkness walking around spreading darkness and literally for the sake of what? Protecting yourself because you have all this insecurity that you were unwilling willing to deal with because you were so busy trying to defend your honor and be right instead of recognize the true honor is in love. <laughs> Go figure. And the thing is, is that when you're stepping into that awareness of love, which is so cool and so amazing, that's when true expansion happens. So when you get into the why and what, like why are you arguing? What? To get power? What? To be right? To what? To what? To what? And then what is it doing? Like, do you feel good? Do you both feel good? Do you feel love? Do you feel like embraced? Do you feel a part of something? Do you feel like a movement happening? Or do you feel separate and alone and not heard and not seen and even hurt more than you started from? That's usually the case of what happens. And so the thing is, also understanding this, is that it's not just in your argument, it's in your any type of response that you have to act out of character from a place of just freaking out to a place of just being at an all-time calm, which is pretty cool, which is necessary. Because when you're calm, you're, you're literally creating a really powerful source of energy in your body. And not just to mention the fact of like, you're literally creating a balanced source of energy in your body on so many levels, both mentally and spiritually and everything else. So the thing is that when you're creating calm, your body is going into a state where its awareness of things are not projected to the place where your body has to pump itself up and release all these types of chemicals to your body to get a response for you to protect yourself or to run or flee the situation. It's literally bringing a wonderful feeling in your body. And so when you are in, when you are in a relaxed state... Uh, you are literally creating a powerful source of energy. You know, the thing is, when you are creating that source of energy, just think about it. When you're in a relaxed state, your body begins to process information differently, which means what? It means that it actually communicates not from a place of stress, but it communicates from a place of like, what does the body need, right? And so what happens is it literally begins to help you to process information differently. It also allows you to release any type of problems health-wise from your system because your body is learning to release, right? And so one of the wonderful ways... Um, you can do to calm your nerves in your body because your nerves are those signals that are sending information back and forth to your brain 
telling your brain what needs to happen in order to maintain homeostasis, right? So, you know, instead of turning, you know, rage and like, you know, and getting upset and so forth, you can drink some herbal tea, which is wonderful. You can nosh on some chocolate, which is really great because it has a powerful source that really allows your body and your nerves to calm down. But make sure it's raw cacao and it's not chocolate that's filled with all kinds of sugar because that's not good as well. Um, you know, really getting into like just take a bite of a mango or, you know, have some fruit because that's really good and calming. And, you know, getting into that space where you are operating yourself in calm is also looking at activities that you can do that can calm you down as well. Because the more we do that, the more we prolong our life, right? So like for me, I am a massage junkie. I have an amazing, amazing um, massage therapist in Los Angeles who is constantly rocking the casbah for me because every time she comes over, which is pretty much every week, and I do that, so it just completely relaxes me. I feel so good inside. So my meditations, I feel really great. I feel calm. I feel at ease. I feel at peace. Not only that, but then I have my hypnotherapist and then I have that experience, which is really great. And then I have my acupuncturist, but a lot of things you can do. So you can get massage, which is wonderful. You can get into acupuncture, you know, have a, have a foot rub. Going to a place and getting your feet worked on and your reflexology points is literally bliss central, okay? And if you haven't done it, then what are you waiting for? Because the train has left the station and you should be on it because the lit train is all about keeping yourself nice and pampered and loved, not just from the outside, but from the inside as well, such as how you speak to yourself. Like tell yourself beautiful things about yourself, like how calm you are. And I love how calm you are. I love how relaxed you are. I love how 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 stable you are. I love how you're always in a place of calm and you're always in a place of joy and you're always in a place of love. And you're always just there, present and being, which is really amazing. Um, so another thing that you can do, which is really great, which I love, by the way, and I do it a lot, and I'm very thankful to Wim Hof for it, and um, is take cold showers or take a cold plunge. There's nothing about like greater in life than taking a cold, cold shower and just do it for a week, like no hot showers, just cold shower for a week. Or, you know, when I lived in Iceland, I used to do the cold plunges, which is amazing. And some of my friends would go swim in the glacier water. I wasn't all into that. But what I did do is I did swim in one time in the glacier waters. I did that with my um, assistant, Sam, and it was really fun but cold and fun. But I rather dip into cold plunges because those are really great. And not only that, but it literally brings health and wellness to your body. And not only just that, but it really affects your myelin and it affects your nerves and it affects your whole entire endocrine system. And it anti-ages you. And everyone's always wondering like, how are you so youthful looking? And yet you're like 44 years old. Well, you know, it's because I cold plunge it, I splash cold water on my face, I get massages, I get acupuncture, I get hypnotherapy so that my mind is opened up and I meditate and I eat healthy and I have great sex life and I, you know, 
feels good. And I don't know what people say when they say like, oh, you, you know, having too much sex can actually drain you and, and whatever. Well, I mean, if you feel you need to be drained and that's what it is, but if you're actually doing all this maintenance on the other end, I guarantee you it's not. And actually being with someone that's conscious and having an amazing connection with someone, you know, in, in, in that sensual way, you can create amazing things. Remember, going back to the what am I doing and why am I doing it, right? So what am I doing? I'm engaging in sex. And why am I engaging in sex? Because I want to share energy with another person on a deep, passionate, sacred level that is beautiful and like, you know, and, and spice it up. Like people who have sex just to have sex is boring. Boring with a capital snoring, okay? Boring and snoring because that's literally what it is. Literally, you might as well just tap them and see if they have a pulse. The reality is if you really want to have a really powerful, amazing, intimate life when you're being engaging with someone on a physical level, which we call sex, Bring some fruit into the bedroom, some glasses of water. You get depleted. Fill yourself back up. Start out with a massage. Don't just go straight for the golden golden place, right? Like there's nothing more uncomfortable when someone just goes straight for the thing that they want to get off on. It's not fun. The whole body is a living, living organism that needs touch and connection. Kiss, smell, touch, taste, drink some water, have some food, put it in the other person's mouth, rub some oils on them, sesame oil, coconut oil. I like to lather my whole body in coconut oil, but you know, everyone has their thing, right? Because it's supposed to be a ritual. And if you've ever done a ritual, you don't leave the ritual tired. You feel empowered. So if you're having a sex life and you feel like you have to snooze, you have a snooze fest afterwards, it's because you're not filling up your vessels in the way you're sharing intimacy in the right way. So your why and your what is off, right? And so the same thing with food, like make love to your food. And if you've heard you, I know you've heard me say this before, like I make love all the time to everything, right? I'm like right now, I'm, I'm in the jungle and I'm looking out at the trees and I see these beautiful toucan birds and these monkeys that are walking right past the branch in front of me and literally making love with my eyes. It's like having a mental orgasm right now that the monkey is on the branch. Okay. That's what I love. Life. Okay. So anyway, going back to what I was saying is that doing that is really important. And then the other thing too, is like when you're eating food and when you're doing all of these things, right? Like have a little moan session with your food. Moan it up. Like take a bite. If it tastes really good, go, mmm. This is relaxing your body and it's allowing your body to feel like we're safe. This is good and I like this and let's do more of this. This is great. And whenever you're in a situation where it feels really good and it's amazing and whatever, like if I'm with someone intimately or if I'm eating something or I'm on vacation somewhere, you know, whatever it may be, or if I'm in a hug, in a brace with someone, I literally say, I want more of this because that literally sends a message to the energy of those spirits that are out there in the world, those invisible spirits that actually are linking up energy frequencies that are bringing things together. By saying you want more of this, you're basically alerting them and they're like, oh, you want more of this? And it's like, oh, okay, great. So we'll bring you more of that. And then you get more of it. And you say, oh, I want more. And don't be like shy when you say it. Like, don't be like, with like Oliver Twist, be an Oliver Twist. I go like twit, like be an Oliver Twist. That's basically how I look at it. Like literally, remember the story of Oliver Twist when he went up to the guy and he creeped up to him with strong heart and courage and he said, more please. Well, that's it. Be an Oliver Twist, you know, like Oliver Twist it, right? 
It's like literally ask for more from the universe. If you like something, ask for more. Like don't hold back. Like ask for more. This is so important. Like if you're in a relaxed state after a massage, I want more of this. You know, like I want more, please. You know, like if you are having the most amazing intimacy with someone and it is so mind-blowing because it should be mind-blowing if you're doing it the right way, which means right way means conscious way, which means like a ritual way, sacred way, right? And, you know, and the thing is, you want more. I want more of this. Like, so good, right? And, like, if you're in a conversation with someone and you're having this amazing intellectual conversation and your mind is getting blown like crazy because you're just, you don't even want to go to your next appointment because you're having such a wonderful time with them. I want more, right? And it's like, ask for more. And so, really, creating ways to bring more relaxation in our body is so necessary and so important for us if we're going to move in a way where we're operating from our highest potential versus our lowest potential, which would be burnout, scary movies, overload on our system, adrenaline rush, pumping our system with all kinds of things. And while you're pumping your system with things, now you're drinking soda in a movie theater, which has high sugar, and a lot of chemicals that are really not so good for your system and pretty much like rotting out your stomach. And then you're adding other things on there like candy. Like what is wrong with the movie theaters these days? I mean, you have to ask yourself as a human being on planet Earth, why when you go to a movie theater, it's like literally you want to watch a movie and, and, and poison your body altogether. It's like, hi, come to the movies and poison yourself. Like eat every type of sugar deluxe you can imagine to show it up, people, and then get some more sugar with that Coca-Cola or whatever it is drink you're drinking that has all that like byproducts in it. And then while you're at it, throw on some nasty hot dogs that are not even really sourced from like grass-fed meat. Because I'm not here to like put you down if you choose to eat meat, because that's not my role to put you down at all. But literally, like at least if you're gonna eat some meat, please let it be grass-fed, you know. And the thing is, on top of that, let's have some neon nachos while you're at it. Neon nachos, who loves? neon nachos. Nacho chips with neon cheese that is more brighter than the yellow shirt that you walked in with. Go figure. And the other thing is, literally, if you haven't had the neon nachos, please enjoy yourself to a healthy pizza. Not healthy at all. In fact, it was frozen and it was probably frozen for months before they decided to put it inside something to heat it up and feed it to you. Not good. I always like to bring my own little bag. Like when I would go to school and have my little bag, you know, my little brown paper bag with all my little snackies and foods in it, I bring that in my little bag. I always carry a bag. I'm just like, you know, the, what they call MERS. I'm, I'm the MERS of the MERS. I'm always with a bag because I have like lip balm and like doTERRA oils and like, you know, like, a little pad to write on if I get some creative ideas and I have like my water thing in there, my beaker, you know, my little spiky black beaker in there for my water. And then inside my beaker, I have my amazing shungite crystals that are inside the bottle, inside this container that makes my water with the shungite water to bring healing to the immune system in the system. And then, and then I have like, you know, little things in there, like other little things, like, you know, things that I may need, like eye drops or whatever, you know, it's just, a lot of stuff in there. I even have a fan in there. If I end up someplace really hot, I'm not going to reply, like focus on the fact that the air conditioner, they may or may not have an air conditioner. So I have a Japanese fan that fans me. Yeah, go figure. That's me. That's how I am. That's how I roll, right? So the thing is, is that I'm going to pack that with some little yummy little vegetables in there. Maybe throw some hummus in there in a container. All of it that I can literally dispose 
and it doesn't need to be. It could be just apple slices wrapped in a, a, a kind of like a, a paper that's around it, but not like they have these things so you don't have to buy plastic that you can wrap around it and then you can just wash it and reuse it. And that's kind of what I do. And then I always, you'll never see me leave the house without my forks, spoons, and knives, my bamboo set that I get. So that way I never have to use plastic forks or spoons, which is to me kind of like a waste. I love having my own forks and spoons wherever I go. You know, wherever I am, I can always have the utensils with me. But it's about making myself comfortable all the time, every time. And that's really what it's about, my loves. It's like, why and what? Why am I doing it? What What am I doing? What is going on? You know, it's so important. Like, what are you doing? Like, if I'm on Instagram, I'm like, what am I doing on here? Am I about to leave a message? Am I checking out to see if anyone wrote anything to me? And just... Just to leave a little note for those of you who write me, if you're going to write me a long thing, I'm not going to really go into it because I get like hundreds of them and I really want to be fair to everyone and I just don't have the time to answer the messages on Instagram and then go in my DM and answer all these messages and stuff. So save it for an IG live. If I don't respond to you, it doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means, hey, save it for an IG live. You can bring it up. I can put you online. We can go in front and just talk so that the whole tribe learns from your from your thing that you're asking and it's not just a, a one deal you know one deal meal hey tribe ready for another lit verified product monk oil monk oil makes beautiful skin potions for dusk city skin potion that were created to help people navigate modern life and i've been using them for so many years Monk Oil City Skin Potion is the real deal magic potion applied to the skin made by N4 City Dwellers in New York City. Monk Oil helps us to be our best in all environments, not just when we're told ideal in the situation, but in all times in our life. It's a potion, not a lotion, and it has a direct effect on the outlook and the day. There are four types of city skin potions, each with its specific intention and effect. The potion speaks to different parts of us and work on different levels of the body and the soul and the spirit. Dust City Skin Potion is sexy, passionate potion that helps you embrace your dreams, our sensuality, our true nature with confidence. With Dusk, there are no rules, no genders, no limitations, and true creativity and sensuality is embraced. It brings authentic passion and determination into your days. Monk Oil Dust Potion is for people who want to carve their own path where there is no path. The true trailblazer who are bringing daring new ways of doing things into the world. Think Jimi Hendrix or Swaggered, a warm red blazing sunset leaving the confines of the past behind. And... Isn't confidence and inner knowing sexy, tribe? Yeah, it's super sexy. And it's nice to feel sexy because when you are sexy, you attract powerful energies to you. All monk oil potions are made using ethically sourced organic-based oils and essential oils. Each potion has flower essences that work in healing capacities within your life force and a crystal to further activate the potion. 
they are conjured with love and intention on full moons, new moons, solstices, and equinoxes, and all other cosmically beautiful days in New York City. You can learn more about monk oil and their different potions at www.monkoil.com. That's M-O-N-K-O-I-L.com. Monk Oil is excited to offer the tribe 25% off discount on their trios of three different potions with the offer code of TRIOS Shaman Durek. That's T-R-I-O Shaman Durek for those in the U.S. at www.monkoil.com. If you would like to try Monk Oil and live outside of the U.S., check out Raw Living UK online. I'm excited to share these potions with you because I've been using them for such a long time and I feel lit when I do. So get ready to embrace yourself, true trailblazers, and stay lit and ride the lit train. Basically. And so the thing is, is that I have to ask myself, like, what am I doing on here? Am I looking and learning from other people? Am I bringing a message? Am I about to go on IG Live? Am I checking something? Or I'm just here because I'm bored and I have nothing to do with my energy and I just want to see who's following me, which is like, okay, great. And it, sometimes it's okay to see who's following you because then sometimes I like to see, oh, who is following? And then I go and look and see what people are doing and I get engaged, you know, what they're doing. Like I, there's this guy who builds robots and he followed me recently and I went in and found him. He doesn't have a lot of followers, but I don't care. He builds robots. I'm interested in that. But I'm not going to follow people who have nothing that's interesting me, interest, of interest to me. I only follow people who have things that are interest to me and things that I know that I want to like engage in a lot. And if they have like 16 pictures or four pictures or whatever, probably not going to follow you because of the fact that I want to engage and that's not enough engagement to understand like what you're into and if I will be into it as well. So we have to be honest about our social media and we have to be honest about it. So the why and what is really important. Like why am I on it and what am I doing or what am I doing and why am I doing it, right? And so we want to look at that. So getting into that space of really creating more relaxation, more honesty in the way we're operating in our lives, right? To just step into a space where we're bringing that into the way we operate in our lives. It's just so important. And if you, you do want to drink herbal teas, some really, um, really good uh, relaxing herbal teas, which are really good to relax you. Um, and I always say, if you're going to get some... Um, you know, if you're going to get teas that relax you, you want to have teas that reduce stress and anxiety from the body, right? To bring calmness and relaxation to your system. So peppermint tea, chamomile tea, lemon balm tea, passion flower tea, green tea. These are really good teas because they allow your body to be able to step into a place of relaxation. Um, and it's just all around really good for you because look, who doesn't want to feel good in their body? And I don't know if you've ever had passion flower tea, but if you haven't, you can also substitute rose tea because I drink a lot of rose tea when I'm in Turkey and when I'm in other countries because I love it. Not to mention you can use different oils as well. And to re also to bring in you know, that relaxing energy as well, you know, it's about also going and doing baths. You know, taking a bath is so wonderful, but really taking a bath that opens up energies and allows you to feel really good. So taking a bath, if you have it, 
throw in five drops of lavender, four drops of chamomile, three drops of frankincense. You know, um, you can throw some ylang ylang in there, some sandalwood, rose oil, some clary sage, some geranium, some orange. It's really good to take a nice dreamy bath for you to relax. Soaking your body and putting wonderful things in your system is literally about acknowledging how amazing you are. So do the why and the what. Like, why am I taking this bath? Because I want to relax. Why am I taking this bath? Because I want to feel invigorated. So throw things in there that invigorate you, right? Um, you know, really being aware of what those things are. Like you might say, why do I, why do I want to take a bath? I want to take a bath because I want to detox myself, right? So you want to throw some things that detox you. You want to throw things in there like turmeric or myrrh or, you know, juniper or patchouli, you know. You want to take a bath to remove stress and depression, you know, sandalwood. You want to, you know, skin conditions, tea tree, lavender, Roman chamomile, you know, clove, cypress for pain relief. You know, add these things in, like take your bath, throw some Epsom salt in there, some sea salt, you know, get into that space of really soaking your body and removing those toxins and bringing balance back to your body, right? And not to mention, you know, soaking in Epsom salt is also wonderful because it's a great remedy for infections. You know, it's really wonderful. And, you know, Epsom salt, you know, may increase magnesium levels. So, you know, you just be knowledgeable of that, but not enough to raise risk for magnesium overdose. So you're fine. So just, you know, throw some salt in there. And if you don't feel like Epsom salt, then throw some sea salt in there. Like, don't make it a big deal. Because anything we make a big deal is just more added stress and we don't really need that, right? And so, you know, another thing I love to do is throw some coconut in my hot water, which is really beautiful and wonderful. And having a diffuser in the room also is really great. And if you're a person who has insomnia, which comes from literally um, creating all types of imbalance in your system, you know, when you're not getting enough sleep, okay, um, you begin to raise your blood pressure. It can open obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular problems. Sleep allows your body to regenerate. And that's in shamanism, regeneration is really important. And trust me, I'm not the master of sleep because I, I literally sleep sometimes four hours, sometimes five, sometimes three, depending. However, I think sleep is so important. And now that I've gotten really into, um, you know, spending a lot of time with my buddy Dave Asprey, who's been getting me into, you know, getting more into understanding about sleep and using these, you know, red sunglasses, these red glasses and blocking out certain lights and so that my brain can get, you know, less activity and so that my body can sleep and I sleep deeper has been a lifesaver. So, you know, that's really important as well. But like really getting into, you know, things that are really going to support that is getting into lavender oil, really understanding it, you know, so you can create a bath with that. You can create a bath with lavender buds and, you know, a handful will do, some jojoba oil would do, which would be great. You can also throw coconut oil if it's too much. To relax your body, also you can throw frankincense, lavender, and bermagot and just take some milk. Um, but if those of you who don't want to use milk, then don't use it. Don't use it. 
because I don't want you to do anything that you feel uncomfortable doing. So the thing is, is that getting into a space of the things that we can do to relax ourselves, the things that we can do to understand the why and what. Now, what else means the why and what? Well, the why and what should come up in every situation. Like, why are you having this conversation? Like, why are you listening to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast? And for what purpose? And what is it doing for you in your life, right? These are very strong key factors in which to consider because at any situation, you always want to be mindful of the why and what in your life, right? Like, why are you doing that and what for or what are you doing that for and why? And really being clear about it. Like, if you're going to eat something, why are you eating it? And what is it, what's it for? What's it going to do for you, right? Do you even know? So some people eat food and they don't even know what they're doing. They're just eating because they're hungry, but they don't know why they're eating and they don't know what it's doing to them when they eat it. That's kind of a scary place to be. It's kind of like eating blind. It's like eating and someone's like feeding you things. You don't even know what's going in your body and your body's a living organism. It's like a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful biological spacesuit that is so high tech that like, why would you put any kind of fuel in your system that would actually turn to poison? Not my kind of thing. However, there are people who do it because they're not aware. And so being aware and the why and what is really important, right? And, you know, when you begin to operate in that level of consciousness, you are creating a greater foundation to who you are and why you are. Like, what does it all mean? Why are you doing it? right? It's the same thing about when people get into this whole thing about handshaking. First of all, let's get very clear about why we shake hands. You know, people shake hands because it's a way to create a greeting, right? And, you know, the thing is, is that if you look at it traditionally from where it sources from, shaking hands, which was traditionally done with the right hand, not the left hand, became a friendly greeting because it was proof that you came in peace and you weren't holding a weapon. A weapon? Really? I'm shaking hands because I'm showing you my hand because I'm letting you know I'm not holding a weapon. Not something that I really, really want to be doing. And second of all, did you know that every time you shake someone's hands, you're not really connecting with their synthesis or their sensorium? That means that there's no real imprint left on you with that person. That's why I think hugs are the greatest way to go because it's so important. And when you hug someone, you're really stepping into a greater way of connecting with them and acknowledging them because your being acknowledges hugs. It remembers hugs, right? But if you're a person who feels like you have to shake a hand, then go ahead and shake someone's hand. Go ahead and shake someone's hand. However, upgrade yourself a little bit with kind of like a handshake here, a hug there, you know, kind of like switch it up. But the thing is for me, you're never going to get me to shake your hand and it's never going to happen. Even for me, once I was at a Netflix Emmy party and there was this guy who just won an Emmy and he wanted to shake my hand and there was a woman sitting next to him and she's like, and I was like, I'm sorry, I just don't shake hands. And he's like, well, you're going to shake my hand. I just won an Emmy. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to shake your hand. And the woman looked at me and, and like complete, like couldn't believe what I was saying to her. And so she looked at me and she goes, if you would shake his hand, if you knew who he was. And I said, I don't care who he is or who you are. 
I'm glad and congratulations in winning your Emmy. But this doesn't constitute for me to shake his hand. Now, if you want to hug so we can we can celebrate your win, that's fantastic. But I'm not going to shake your hand. And he goes, well, you're going to shake my hand because you don't ever shake people's hands. So you're, I'm going to be the first handshake you ever shake. And I thought, wow, that's really arrogant that he actually thinks because he said it that way or that he won an Emmy or he's some big celebrity that I'm going to shake his hand. That's a no-go and that's a no-go. And so I didn't shake his hand and that was that. And I ended up leaving. And then later on, he came up to me and he said, you know, I'll take that hug. It was very interesting. But the thing is, stick to your morals. If you don't want to shake people's hands, then don't shake people's hands. And if you don't want to eat something at someone's dinner table, then don't eat it. Like one time I was in Turkey and these beautiful ladies made me this beautiful food. And this one woman said to me, they stayed up all night cooking this food for you. And I said, that's really nice. She goes, aren't you going to eat it? I said, no. She goes, why? I said, because I don't want to eat it. I checked in with my body. My body doesn't want to eat it. And I don't have any need to eat it because my why and my what is not in alignment to me eating it. And she goes, yeah, but you're going to upset them. And I said, look, you know, would they rather me eat something that I don't really want to eat just so to fill their egos that Shaman Derek ate what they made all night that they were cooking? That doesn't sound authentic. And secondly, you asking me to eat something that goes against me saying that I don't want to eat it and you're still trying to get me to eat it. And notice the word trying because that's exactly what she was doing. Trying, but no success in getting me to eat it because no one is going to get me to do anything that I don't want to do. And I don't care if they feel upset. That's their own ego. If you do something for someone, you should always remember this. If I buy something to someone or if I make something for someone or if I give a gift to someone and I don't ask them if it's something that they're going to like, then I have to be willing to be mature enough to understand that what if they don't like it and they don't eat it? Does that that you have to accept responsibility that that may be the case. And it doesn't mean they don't love you and it doesn't mean they don't care about you. It's just not in alignment for them. So get off your high horse and stop trying to make people feel guilty or bad because you didn't ask them, hey, I'm thinking of making you something that's like this. Is that something you would like or something you would need? And if they say yes and you make it, then yay. But if you want to surprise them with something, and they're like, oh, you know, that's not something I really need right now in my life. Don't get mad at them or think they're a bad person because they're being honest. Congratulate them for being honest and just realize and say, well, hey, you know, it was a thought of mine to do that. And then they'll probably say, you know, and I really appreciate that because they do. And you may say, well, what is it that's something that you need right now that you would use or utilize? And they say, well, you know, right now I'm running low on socks. Perhaps you can make me a sock or knit me something or buy me a sock. So then you have something to engage in right? Engage with. You can get them socks or you can knit them them or whatever. The thing is, at least you're not going to take it personally because the whole taking personal thing is so dark ages. People take things personally all the time at those times and people were beheaded and put into Iron Maidens and all kinds of crazy things just because someone took something personal. We have to rise out of that and rise into a new understanding of what it means to be a human being and be able to handle being honest with the people around us. Yeah. Like if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. It's very plain and simple. And if people get upset with me, well, that's their choice to be upset. Let them be upset and enjoy that. But I'm not going to change who I am to fit into what everyone else wants because it makes everyone else happy when it doesn't make me happy. Because look, the first rule of thumb is this. If you're not happy, you'll end up making everyone else unhappy because they're happy, because they forced you into doing something because you said yes. And the truth of the matter is they're not really 
forcing you. They're just saying, I want you to do it. And if they put guilt trips on you, whatever, and you decide to do it, and it, you didn't do, and it wasn't something that you really wanted to do, you're going to make everyone else unhappy anyway. So your unhappiness is just going to go in that direction. And so what you're actually creating is darkness. So instead, just be honest with yourself so that way you're happy. And if they're unhappy because they didn't get what they wanted, then that's something they have to look at. And they have to look at like why that actually is affecting them. And they need to get into the what and why. Because if they can't get into the what and why in that, then it's kind of pointless. Because then you're just dealing with people who are just constantly operating in emotions without knowing why. And that's kind of scary. That's kind of how psychopaths are created. Like, I'm going to just be emotionally upset with you, but I have no reason why. And if I ask you, like, oh, why are you so upset? I mean, like, I don't know why I'm upset. I'm just upset. Uh, yeah, okay. That's a little bit of a lack of responsibility there if you want to ask me. And secondly, it's not pleasant because... That does not create lit energy. And I don't want to have friends in my life that I'm not creating lit bombs with all day long, all day strong. And truth be told, if you're going to operate in that field of awareness that like you're going to be upset with me because I don't do something you want me to do because you feel like, like that's what I should do. And it's like, if you even have the nerve to say, because of the fact you should do that because I'm always there for you, then I know that you're a person who's not authentically giving. So therefore you just let me know that. And secondly, you're not operating from a place of truth and, and sincerity. And that's a scary thing because if you don't have a friend who's operating from a place of truth and sincerity, that means they're not truthful and having sincerity with themselves, which means they can end up becoming passive aggressive and if they're passive aggressive then you're going to have all kinds of like weird harbored emotions against you and you don't even know why because all of a sudden they're acting strange and you don't even know why because they're passive aggressive and I just really don't have space for passive aggressive people in my life I don't even call them in I have an internal boundary that says no passive aggressive people. And my first sign of a passive aggressive person, I simply go, why did I let that passive aggressive person in? And then I go and show up with loving intention towards myself and figure out why I actually even allowed that door to open to them. Because I have very clear boundaries and it doesn't need to be spoken outward. It's internal boundaries. And it literally says no passive aggressive people can pass through this gate. And then the reason why is because I don't need people who are unclear with themselves and people who feel like they have to hold back their truth so they can later on like ransack me or pull the rug from under me or go and attack and get crazy with me because of the fact that they feel they weren't getting what they want or needed or whatever it may be, or I wasn't meeting their expectations that I had no idea that they had one. It's kind of like a ghost in the dark, like something that's like hidden and secret and I'm supposed to figure it out. Like there's nothing worse than being in a relationship with someone and they're like, like I was in a relationship with this um, guy once and you know, we were, you know, it was, it, it was, it was, you know, I, as I could say in the relationship field, because I am, I'm soul sexual. So I'm kind of open to like whatever comes if, as long as it's coming from a place of love, but literally it was literally this relationship of, of I'm going to be passive aggressive 24 hours a day. And I'm going to, and every time you don't guess what I need or guess what is necessary for me, I am going to go off the rails. Well, guess what? I'm not buying a ride in that train. That roller coaster is taken to a stop. The moment it happens, I'm off. I even had a girlfriend once who started getting passive aggressive with me on New Year's 
And it was all because some girl was massaging my hand. I even asked her, are you comfortable with this? She was like, fine. If you want to get a hand massage from another woman, no problem. She could have just said, actually, I don't feel comfortable with that. I have insecurity and it makes me feel threatened that another woman wants to massage you. Was it it because of the fact that I was sitting on the bed at my friend Camille's house for New Year's and the girl said, oh, you know, I've seen you on TV. I love the things that you're doing. I want to nurture you. Would you, I do massage. Would you like a hand massage? Of course, who doesn't want a hand massage? And my girlfriend was there and I was like, are you cool with that? And she's like, absolutely. I'm going to go in the other room and dance. Have, enjoy your hand massage. Well, that wasn't the case. The case of the matter was I went in the other room and I wanted to see her and see if she was dancing. And I was like, are you good? Are you okay? She's like, yes. I said, okay, I'm just going to let you know. I'm sensing a little passive aggressiveness. And if you don't tell me right now that something is bothering you and I go back in that room and get my hand massage and you pull out of a box like a hidden rabbit out of, the, out of your hat later with a whole bunch of craziness because you're not willing to be honest with yourself right now, our relationship will come to an end. And sure enough, I went in the room. She's like, no, go ahead. Do what you want to do. Go in the room, get my hand massage. My friend comes and I have these beautiful Moroccan earrings, uh, not Moroccan, sorry, Mongolian earrings that I got for my girlfriend for, for New Year's. My friend Sheila comes in, she hands them to me and New Year's ball is about to drop. And I go to see my girlfriend in the other room and same thing to hand her the earrings and she throws them and she says something to me and, and, and gets mad at me and tells me, I can't believe you. I got a hand massage and da, 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 da. And I said, we're done. And that's it. And same with this guy that I dated. It's like every single thing. I was like, okay. Uh, he wanted a Valentine's gift. I said, well, I'm thinking of getting you something that you love, which is supporting the coffee. I went out and bought this beautiful Italian coffee maker, but it didn't come from the place that he wanted it to come from. I put it behind a curtain with a ribbon and I took him in. I closed his eyes and I said, I want to show you. And I opened up the curtain and lo and behold, there it was, the beautiful coffee maker that I went out. And the first thing that came out of his mouth was, well, that's great. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, all right, great. I was like, well, see that you don't really like it. He's like, no, it's great. It's wonderful. And then two weeks later, I can't believe you went out and bought me that coffee maker and you didn't get it from Chef's Catalog and you didn't this and you didn't that and da 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 I'm like, you know what? I'm not having fun here. Because the thing is, I don't care who I'm with. It doesn't matter who I'm with and what relationship I'm in, if it's a loving romantic relationship or if it's a relationship with friends, if you don't know what you need and what you want and why, and you throw craziness my direction and you get upset because you don't feel like you got what you wanted, but everyone was supposed to play the guessing game, trust me the train will stop and you will get off because I do not have space and I encourage you not to have space for that level of nonsense. Passive aggressive people are dangerous people. Remember that. Dangerous to themselves and danger to those who choose to be friends with them. Not because they're bad people. No, it's because they're unsure. They lack clarity. They have no intention. They don't understand that by being honest, you get more of what you need and want from the universe and from people than not being honest and waiting for people to figure it out to prove to you that they love you. No one wants to jump through hoops and play your reindeer games. So if you are a person who is needing people to jump through hoops and do a little hopscotch and a, and a skip and a turn and all this kind of stuff before you can literally say that this person loves you, then you need to spend some time alone and figure yourself out because no one needs to play those reindeer games. And if you haven't quoted that from what movie I quoted that from, 
it's from Heather's. But anyway, going forward. So literally, when I say to you, like, it's not a necessary thing to have that type of energy. It's so unnecessary on the highest level of your spiritual evolution to have passive aggressive people. Like literally, I even had passive aggressive family members and I would literally say to them, speak your truth now or don't speak it later because if you don't speak it now, I'm going to ignore you later because I'm not involved in your drama. Passive people, passive aggressive people are dramatic people. Stay far away until they figure out who and what and the why of their life. And if you are a passive aggressive person, then I'm glad you heard this because it's time for you to wake up, shake up, and get in alignment to your truth of your what and why. Because if you are a passive aggressive person and you're like, oh my goodness, this sounds like me. Shaman Durek is talking about me. He's talking about me. He's talking about me. There's an elephant in the room. No, the elephant is not in the room because I just exposed it and it's you. And if it is you, my darling, don't beat up on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Just realize that your inability to be truthful and understand your why and what are your what and your why is actually causing a lot of drama in your life. If you're in a relationship and you choose to be in a relationship and you choose to be passive aggressive all day, every day, then chances are you're creating a lot of drama in your life. Passive aggressive people are dramatic people. They could might as well say, drama follows me wherever I go. Just wear a t-shirt. Let people know. Like, Be honest about it. Wear a little button. I'll make a button that says, like, I fo- drama follows me because I am drama. Or you can be like drama mama and then put it on your shirt, right? Because the thing is like a little button that says like um, I am drama would be a great, wonderful way to let people know that you're a passive aggressive person and that being friends with you or being in a relationship with you is going to be all about the mind game of guessing. And like, you know, it's like a where's Waldo. It's like you have to guess, you know? like guess all the time. And also just to kind of make life more easier and more manageable, if you throw a party and you have a really big house and you're the type of person who wants everyone to say goodbye to you, what and why? Like, what do you need people to say goodbye to you and why? Are you a low self-esteem person? Do you need to let everyone know that they all need to let you know that they're leaving your party because then they feel like you feel like what they appreciated you? Um, The fact that they showed up, they appreciated you, first of all. And second of all, it's not fun and nice to be at a party where you're walking around where there's tons of people and you're making everyone pull a Where's Waldo. No one wants to do a Where's Waldo or find the golden egg or a goose chase at a party when they've come to share with you their energy and time. It's not fun. It's not nice. And it's not pleasant. Like people should be able to leave whenever they want to leave without you getting upset that they didn't say goodbye to you or some kind of human pleasantry as we call it. You know, I had a friend, she has a beautiful house, huge house to be exact. And her and her husband would throw these parties and I would go and I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of people with two levels and swimming pool and back area and the whole bit. And finally, I used to walk around and I remember friends of theirs, including my friends, we have mutual friends would say, oh, we're going to leave. And I remember my friend would say to his wife, well, babe, you better um, start, you know, looking for them now because I want to leave soon. It'd be like, where's Waldo? I literally started making jokes that we should call it a scavenger hunt to get out the door. And I got sick and tired of it because it happened all the time. And so finally, one day I just left. And then I got a phone call from my friend. And she's like, I can't believe you just left my party without saying goodbye. I'm like, why? I'm having lunch with you on Thursday. Yeah, I know. But 
it's, I can't believe you said didn't say goodbye. Like that's kind of rude. Is it really? What's rude is you. You're rude. You're rude to make all your dinner guests and all the people who come to your party say goodbye to you because you need some kind of acknowledgement. Grow up. Get a backbone. Get some emotional security and start being a functional human being who is not operating from the me, me perspective, but it's operating from a we perspective of my guests may not want to go on a goose chase or where's Waldo or scavenger hunt adventure to find me to say goodbye to me so that me and my husband feel justified that they appreciated the night and we can say goodbye to them when we're only going to see them a month later, a week later, a couple days later and so forth or phone call away. Really not necessary, people. We need to simplify our lives. And the only way we're going to simplify our lives is knock the drama out. And secondly, you need to have a no abuse zone, which means basically no abuse, period. Any form of abuse, that's like get off the train. It's We're done. Not because the person's a bad person. It's just because they don't understand how to bring love through their vessel yet. And you don't need someone in your life who doesn't know how to bring love through their vessel because a cleanup job, look, if you wanted to be a janitor, you could be a janitor. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with a janitor because I'm literally a janitor and a messenger. But the real truth of the matter is like every time you have someone around you who's spewing darkness out. You got to clean it up or you got to put a lot of energy in your own being to transmute it for them. And truth be told, like if you're a person in the world who's engaging in healing and you're out there engaging in things in the world where you're actually dealing with that on a day-to-day level, no one wants to deal with that in their friends and family. Like cleaning up like darkness that is spewing out of another person and using your spiritual toolbox to clear it out because they have no sense of the fact of bringing light consciousness through their being. You literally just to pump up that energy inside of you and take it to a whole nother level. So that way, literally, you literally say to them, this is a no abuse zone. And right now you're creating abusive energies and that is not okay. So I'm going to have to exit stage left. Or you can simply say, uh, I I'm giving you an opportunity to change your energy so I because I really want to share time with you and have fun with you. However, you are spewing a lot of negative energy and it's not creating love. And I want the what and why is not apparent to me. And so because of the what and why of why this energy is coming out and what am I doing here dealing with it, it's just not gonna, it's not gonna support me on my journey of life to bring love into planet Earth. So I'm gonna have to say deuces, peace, love you, I'm out. And that's it. That's all she wrote. Because the thing is, if you are operating in that field of space and you accept abuse in your life, then you're going to probably get accept a lot of other things in your life and it's not going to be good. Then you might as well go get the button on, you know, the button and, you know, go ahead and fasten it to your shirt that says drama follows me wherever I go because you accept abuse and drama keeps following you. Like get it out of your life. It's not necessary. Know the what and why and know that when you know the what and why it gives you wings to fly. Pretty cool, right? So anyway, I love you all so much. And I'm so happy to have been here to share all of this with you because it is so important and imperative that we know the what and why of our lives and the what and why are the why and what. And it's going to open up new doorways of clarity, understanding and true intention. So if you're not following me on Instagram, what and why are you not? And literally getting on the newsletter to get involved in the amazing workshops that I do. That is a what and a why. And the why should be to enhance and lift yourself to higher levels. And I love you. I love you. And why do I love you? Because you exist. And the what and the why is this. The what is the 
What do I love? It's you. And why? Because you exist and because you're lit and because you're powerful and because you're my family. You're my brothers and sisters and I love you. I love you. And why? Because you're amazing. So I'll see you later, alligator. Till next time. Bye. Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao, matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day and how do we do that by creating magic and what is magic magic is turning up that energy living our truth honoring who we are and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful powerful easy playful fun joyous and just the most powerful life in this now time so if you don't have four sigmatic on your shelf in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their, in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms and these Adapogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. 
go to foursigmatic.com backslash shamanduric and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash shamanduric for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye.